welcome to 3Q, where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. I'm your host, Rachel Vogel, and tonight we're joined by the one and only Jay Schumer, Executive Vice President and Co-Head of Marketing at Columbia Records. Jay has been able to work from the ground up at the label and began his career as an assistant on the sales team, later jumpstarting their first ever street marketing department, where he expanded the organization to 50 reps across the U.S. He's known for being an incredibly passionate and creative executive, and he's also spearheaded campaigns for artists like Tyler, the Creator, Polo G, Dominic Fike, and many, many more. And he's the man behind iconic events and appearances for artists like Beyonce, One Direction, and John Mayer. So without further ado, Jay, it's an honor to have you join us. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Good. So let's just jump right into question one. <laughs> Imagine for a second you're sitting down with your 25-year-old self. What one piece of advice would you give him on a personal note? And what one piece of advice would you give him from a business perspective? Okay. Um, well, Here I think we go. The, <laughs> I think the, uh, the biggest challenge for me in this question is separating the personal from the business. Mm -hmm. Because I think even when I was that age, um, I think that everything just was so much about, so defined by what I was trying to do music related wise. Um, I guess on a personal level, to that point, um, I sort of probably wish I had told myself to stay connected to things that uh, people and places and just the things in my life that weren't necessarily going to be tied to what I was going to do professionally. Um, and, you know, just not been completely consumed with, you know, work all the time. Uh, at 25, I wasn't even quite there yet, but I was already sort of starting to to you know, think about those things and 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 do a lot of things locally, whether it was DJing or even even things like DJing, I took seriously as if I was saving the world by playing music at <laughs> a party. Um, and the other thing I would probably say that's personal, but also veers into professional, is um, I wish I had gone told myself to go to more shows when I was <laughs> 25. Uh, the opportunities and the artists I had an opportunity to, to see was pretty incredible. And I saw a lot of bands and I lived at the 930 club, um, <laughs> but I could have done way more. And I look back on it with regret when some people tell me some of the bands they saw or some of the artists they saw. Um, so I would sort of say those are the things that jump out to me on a, on a personal level. Um, professionally and, and from a business point of view, um, I think it, I just wish I'd gotten out there sooner. I graduated college. Um, I was DJing, I was working in record stores, and I was doing fine, you know, and uh, I was in no rush, but I was, I didn't really know how anything worked. I didn't know how the business worked. Um, I hadn't really done the research there. And it turned out, you know, I went to University of Maryland and it turned out that there was a Sony distribution branch, like five minutes from where I, where I lived. Oh, and wow. had I known that I could have, started as a college rep or you know a field marketing rep and really started to get going in the business sooner um but i just didn't know and i didn't to be honest i didn't put the effort in that i should have um and uh, i kind of wish i'd just gotten out there and started sooner and really just started to understand the business and how it works and, and all of those kinds of things um 
so yeah, when I look back on that time, those are the things that stand stand out to me. Nice. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned the concerts because even though I'm just starting out, I think because I went through COVID, you know, graduating and everything and now like entering the the job. I'm trying to make a very strong effort <laughs> to yeah. go to as many shows as I can. What's um, what's like any of recent shows that you've been to, whether through work or just in general? Um, I have been to a lot of shows lately. I always blank when I'm asked this question, but I can think of a few <laughs> that really jump out to me immediately um, on a sort of more of a work level, but not even because he's one of my favorite artists. Tyler, the creator's shows mm-hmm. uh, at MSG were absolutely incredible. Um, really just it was so special and he's just such a performer above and beyond you know what so many artists are capable of um i have a, a little band that i'm obsessed with they're called pine grove um okay. i saw them i think three times on the east coast so far i'm gonna fly to atlanta and see them <laughs> uh, in the summer when they do those makeup dates um and probably charleston um i love them very much they 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 opened their tour at Irving Plaza and it was it was such a, a great show and it was just really emotional for me. Um, <laughs> and you know we had uh, Arcade Fire played a small show at Bowery Ballroom which was incredible. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean those are a few, but I've definitely nice. I've definitely seen some good shows. You know in the good. In the, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. So moving on. Question number two. Every industry has its dirty little secrets, and we both know that it's no different in the music industry. Sometimes people think that that's a bad thing, but that's not always the case. Sometimes they can be quite good. What's one secret you would like to share with our listeners about the industry? Um, Okay, I don't know if this qualifies as a secret, but I have an answer that I think is the one I would uh, I feel most strongly about when I especially when I hear the way you word that question you know you read obviously I work for a major label Um, I do so um, with pride and in service of you know doing great things for our artists and for our label Um, and I think it's it's kind of hard sometimes when you read press and it's sort of quote unquote the label, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Labels, labels, and I get it. Uh, at the end of the day, it's business, um, and there's a lot of valid, you know, conversation of, around all aspects of of the music business. But I think what gets lost in it a lot is the people, um, and so I know it's not necessarily like a secret, but a lot of people I think that aren't connected to it don't visualize that the label is mostly made up of great people that just love music or love the satisfaction of working closely with artists. And of course, you know, the label has people who are creative and people who, you know, specialize in very specific things. Mm -hmm. Um, But in general, you know, if you sit in a meeting of the sort of worker bees, you know, uh, (laughs) at, at a label, it's people trying to come up with great ideas to bring artists success, which ultimately, of course, achieves business goals. But that's what, you know, in the most, for, for the most part, an artist is signing to a label for the, in the first place is to, you know, achieve success. And how they define success and even how we define success can change depending on the artist and the campaign and all of those kinds of things. 
But, um, you know, I've worked in the industry for a long time and it's never, that part's never really changed. You know, Mm -hmm. the people I work with are great, passionate, enthusiastic people who, you know, really want to represent the art and the artist properly um, and just do great things, you know, and put together great campaigns. And um, so I think that's something that, again, we need the quote unquote record labels (laughs) or music industry. It's just something that that gets lost and I think a lot of people can't visualize, but um, if they're not connected to it at all, but is really one truth about, you know, the industry. I don't yeah. know if I could come up with some like, oh, if everybody knew this horrible <laughs> thing about what we, you know what I mean? It's Look, it's an intense industry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As are a lot of things and you're working with um, artists and you're working with um, art, which which is which can be difficult in the sense that you can't control always what people's reaction is to it. You know what I mean? You can only, right. um, you know, represent it as best you can and give people the opportunity to, to hear it in this case or see it or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's sort of my take <laughs> on that. That's great. Maybe not a secret, but definitely the inside scoop. <laughs> the inside scoop. Well, I'm curious. Are there uh, are there are there some secrets that you've gotten out of others that uh, <laughs> might make might ring something in my brain? Hmm. You know, honestly, it's very interesting because everyone that I've had on so far have definitely kind of gone the path that you've gone, taking it like their own direction, which has been great because you really see so many different perspectives. Um, so, no, I think that was a great answer. But now okay. that you mentioned all these campaigns and creative ideas is there any recent campaign that you and your team has worked on that really stood out to you um I actually don't work specifically on this one but we're in the middle of this Harry Styles campaign and um I'm just so impressed by you know, <laughs> the 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 whole team all the way you know obviously Harry on down um and everything they do around it just the creativity and the way you know they have engaged you know, a base who not only, you know, loves Harry as an artist, um, but just loves to sort of feel a part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, um, that's been really exciting. And, you know, the last Tyler album was one that I just, uh, I loved that campaign, super proud of it. Um, it's been amazing to see, you know, baby Keem grow. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's endless amounts of campaigns <laughs> uh, that, you know, Polo G is one who I've worked with um a lot recently and uh you know I, I thought that last campaign was you know really exciting and thematic around hall of fame and the team did an incredible job of bringing that to life so um no shortage but those are yeah <laughs> the list goes on all right so we are already at our third and final question so throughout your career i can only imagine you've been asked a lot of questions whether for industry conferences, the media, or even a promotion. But throughout all of those interviews and all of those questions, I'll bet there was one that you've never been asked but would have liked to. So what is that question and what would have been your answer? Um, okay, I don't, I'm going to do this similarly to, <laughs> to the last <laughs> one that I answered incorrectly. I think I'm going to sort of take this from a, 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 more, a more general Okay. uh, Question. (laughs) I have been, you know, I've been on panels, I've spoken at classes, you know, I've done different things. And there are a lot of the same questions, which is totally understandable. 
I think the one thing I like to talk about that I'm not asked about a lot um, is sort of how music has played a part in what I do and how what I do has affected my everyday experience with music. Um, people that know me, and I think one of the things that, I am like the resident music freak, right? Like we all like music, <laughs> yeah, got it. But I will never, music is everything to me. I can't talk sports. I'm not, I don't talk about lots of things, but music all day long. Um, <laughs> and I still buy records and listen to records from front to back and, um, and, you know, new music, old music. I just love to discover music. I love to discover new bands, um, and, and new artists. Um, so, you know, I like to talk about like how my connection to music informs how I approach campaigns. Um, I like to sort of I like when people at, like I like when people say things about um, how working in music has changed their the way they listen to music. Because for me, it's like two different things. Like it's just it's never changed. I'm still never bored or jaded or any of those things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I still want to go see new bands play. I want to go. You know, I want to go. You know, buy new records. Um, you know. I want to hear what's going on in hip hop. I want to hear what's going on with electronic music. I want to hear, you know, some soul record that came out in the seventies that was buried. And, you know, was it's like, I'm just, I'm always looking for something else. Um, and I do think, and you know, my LinkedIn kind of is a terribly <laughs> written profile uh, or bio, but it really is who I am. You know, I'm a very passionate music fan. And that fandom is sort of the, I just still think like a fan. I really, you know, I, I do think it makes a big difference. I know it's an easy thing to say. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I sort of like to be asked questions about music and the specifics of the experience of loving and listening to music. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I don't know if nice. that's, Answer or not. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a very unique perspective, I think, because I guess the ways that people can kind of stray from listening to music, I've never really thought of it that way, but it is very good that, to think about like still thinking like a fan while you're listening to music. I think that can be very helpful. That's probably why you're so successful. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's like going to shows. Like you have to see what the people look like and how mm -hmm. they're reacting and what they're reacting to. And um, I just think all those things are really important and they don't change. And I do think that you can kind of get away with doing the job, you know, without continuing to be a music nerd. But people always ask about what's it like working with artists? What's it like? How do you decide how you're going to roll a campaign out with the artist? Do you tell them what to do or do they, you know, do you hand them their plan? You know, people <laughs> ask a lot of those types of questions and, um, I like to sort of get philosophical. You know what I mean? Great. <laughs> I think that that's, that's an easy way to put it. Nice. Well, Jay, it has been wonderful having you on 3Q tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. 
And to all of my 3Q listeners, I know you enjoyed hearing from Jay just as much as I enjoyed speaking with him. So stay tuned for next week's episode of 3Q, where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. See you next time. Uh, uh, uh.